0: online at 960theBull.com. Your home for CBS Sports Radio, WRNS Kinston, Sports Talk 960 The Bull. CBS.
1: And welcome to hour two of the Brian Hanks show presented by Lenore Community College. My name is Brian Hanks. I am the host of this show that we do here Monday through Friday, live 7 to 9 a.m. here on 960 the Bull, 960thebull.com, replayed at 3 o'clock on 252 ESPN, 107.5 in Newburgh, 107.5 in Greenville right here replayed on 960 960th bull 960thBull.com at 3 o'clock. and You can listen anytime. Go to BrianHanks.com. Uh, just uh, click on uh, the day that you want to listen to, the hour that you want to listen to, and you can listen to this show anytime that you want to. Listen, if you missed the first hour of today's show, Linda Whittington, then by God, you missed a really good, I love when I scare her like that. That's cool. Uh, you missed a really good hour, man. If you're wondering why I'm so fired up right now, it's because I got a solid 45 minutes of Shane Albee and uh, man my, my life is completely changed man and yours has to so much fun talking to him but he is the voice of the University of Mount Olive and the Down East Wood Ducks a big week coming up for him as his uh, as his uh, Trojans and the dudes will be taking on each other this Tuesday night over at Historic Granger Stadium a lot of fun going to be had there for sure okay I tell you what Here, I'm going to try to do this while I'm on air. So you got to remember, I don't have an engineer here on the show. So, uh, I've got to, uh. Da, 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 da. Do this here uh, as I'm trying to talk to you at the same time, dear listener. But uh, we're going to have Jackson Massey, the head baseball coach, athletics director at North Lenora High School. He is going to be joining us. We're going to have David Combs uh, from South Lenora High School. He's a head baseball coach and athletics director. Their teams are going to be taking on each other tomorrow night at North Lenora High School. And let me make sure I've got up on the line with me right now. Are you there, Coach Massey? Coach Massey, do I have you, sir? If you're talking, Coach Massey, I can't hear you, sir. What am I doing wrong here? Yep, says call failed. I must have had an issue going there. Ah, This is the beauty of live radio, folks. Let's try this again. Coach Massey, are you there, sir? I'm here. How are that, y'all? I'm doing good. Well, there's a, you're the first one. Let me put you on hold for a second. Let me get your fellow Trojan up here on the line with us, okay? All right. Thank there you, you. go. Uh, don't hang up, Coach. So we've got Coach Massey on hold right now. We're going to get uh, David Combs on the line with us from uh, South Lenore High School. Let's dial him up right now. Da, 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 da. The miracle of modern technology. And let's see, do we have you, Coach Combs? Yes, sir. Oh, that's awesome. Let's uh, hit the merge calls thing here on my fancy iPhone. Coach Massey, are you still there? Yeah, I'm here. That's awesome. How about it? We've got uh, Coach uh, David Combs from South Lenore High School. We've got Coach Jackson Massey from North Lenore High School. And before we jump into anything, you guys will be taking the field against each other tomorrow night over Wheat Swamp. Going to be a heck of a game. Uh, East Central Showdown, Lenore County Showdown. I just had Shane Albee on the phone with me, gentlemen. And uh, I told, I asked him, what would you like me to ask these guys, since both of y'all are former uh, University of Mount Olive stars and all that. So he wanted me to ask you, what do you remember the most about uh, walking out of the dugout when you heard stuff coming out of the speakers? We'll start with you, Coach Massey. Uh, when you heard Shane screaming out your name, uh, what do
2: you remember most about that, Coach? Um, that was probably my first time where, you know, the, the sound bite I really heard those at, at that level other than being at a big league game or whatever. Um, but Shane, man, he, he has uh, he probably got one of the best baseball memories I've ever been around. And uh, just like, you know, if, if we go, if me or David would go to a game at Mount Olive and walk upstairs, first thing Shane would do is talk about something that happened during our playing time there. And it, it's just neat that Shane was so committed to the program and being able to hear the, like, I think if it was like a short pot fly or something, Combsy, I know that you remember he would play the the bit where it were like that wouldn't make it out of a phone booth or something <laughs> like that. I mean, it was just like, just stuff like that where, you know, he, it wasn't ever in the, like a mean way, but it would kind of be like chirping at the other team. And it just made, you know, a, a game in little old Mount Olive feel like you were at like a, a division one or a minor league atmosphere. And, and Shane just does an amazing job with that kind of stuff. So that was probably my first entrance into something like that was being in college and getting to hear
1: that. That is so cool, Coach Massey. Same question to you, Coach Combs. Uh, your your favorite memories of walking out of the dugout and hearing Shane's voice and the music and everything, sir.
3: Well, I mean, I can tell you, Shane Shane definitely sets an atmosphere out there. I think my <laughs> I think my first my biggest memory out uh coach watt actually picked our our uh my walkout song when um i got to mount olive on shane you know we were giving them all to shane or whatever and i didn't even know what it was it was some hard rock song and i remember walking out of the dugout the first time and he played that song and i'm going i mean it's just screaming i can't even understand what they're saying and i'm going <laughs> man what in the heck is going on but hey i ended up loving it but um yeah, like, I mean, just reiterate what Coach Massey said. I mean, it's just he set such an atmosphere there. He he does remember everything. I mean, I went to a game, it's probably been a year or two ago, and I went up top and I said, and I mean, I said it within 35 minutes and we were just, I mean, it was just one situation after another. He remembered, hey, remember this time? You remember this time? <laughs> I mean, he's just, man, he loves, he breathes and sleeps that stuff. and I mean, he's just a good dude.
1: Well, I don't know if you guys know this, and I know you guys are so busy not just being the baseball coaches at your respective schools, but also the athletics directors, too, at your schools, too. Did y'all know he is now, you know, I stepped down from uh, the Down East Wood Ducks. He is now not just the voice of the University of Mount Olive. He's now the voice of the Down East Wood Ducks, Coach Combs. Oh, well, I'm going to have to go out there to bring back some memories. It definitely will, and uh, again, they've got a big series this weekend. i got to ask you, and I know you guys have this huge game that's going to be taking place tomorrow night. Can't wait for it. Uh, it's going to be my first chance getting to see both you guys uh, this season, so I'm looking forward to that part of it too. But uh, how about that they're taking on the 30-2 North Greenville, uh, whatever, I don't know their nickname, but the defending national champs of Mount Olive this weekend, Coach Massey? Yeah, that's
2: that's going to be a great weekend. Series. I'm gonna. I'm definitely gonna go out either Saturday or Sunday to watch one. Um, That's that's been a little intense rivalry. I think um, back when me and Coach Holmes were in high school, it was really like Mount Olive and Barton rivalry, and I know that's still a rivalry just because of the proximity to each other. But um, you know, usually I think North Greenville's been top five in the country probably the last four or five years, and Mount Olive's been right up there with them, and usually the winner of that series and the regionals would do pretty good in the world series or whatever but that's gonna be a, that's gonna be a fun intense. uh if you if you think you're too good for division two baseball i think you need to go and watch this game this weekend and you'll find out just how hard it is to play at that level and um so that's gonna be an exciting series to watch
1: oh it definitely is gonna be uh i heard coach massey say he's gonna be out there this weekend you're gonna try to get out there this
3: weekend coach combs yeah i'm gonna try to get out of there Sunday. I mean, you know, with with youngins now, it's a little different. I've got football practice <laughs> all that on that the weekend, but uh, yeah, I'm gonna try to get out there Sunday. Um, you know, it, it's the same. I remember when we played. You know, North Greenville has had a ton of success, and they're defending national champions, and almost that's the same situation we were in, or I was in when I went to Mount Olive. I mean, we they won in 2008. I got there in 2009, so. You know, it's almost like you get the best shot from every team you play when you're in that situation. And I know Coach Waddle has them guys ready to play. I mean, the mentality we have at Mount Olive is just, you know, you just blue-collar. feel like you outwork everybody. And um, I know the kids. I mean, I've got one there. John Howard's there. Um, he's red-shirted, but I know he's there. And You know, I talked to him actually a few days ago. And I mean, he's just – you know, he's just telling me their mental approach is just unreal. So, hopefully they have some success this weekend. We're definitely cool for them.
1: I tell you what, we are so lucky. And, again, both of those voices, that was Coach Combs from South Lenore you just heard, Coach Massey from North Lenore joining us uh, this morning here on the Brian Hanks Show. Very, very honored, like I said, to have uh, both of them. A huge game taking place tomorrow night at uh, in Wheat Swamp as South Lenore will be visiting North Lenore in uh, East Central 2A play. And let's just go ahead and dive into it. And Coach Massey, I'll go to you here. I mean, uh, before we talk about the game itself, you know, we talked about in the preseason. I mean, we knew how good the East Central was going to be that – uh of course your two teams i mean north north and south north i mean leading the way we knew east duplin was going to be good i gotta tell you coach massey southwest onslows kind of snuck up on me a little bit i didn't i mean i knew that it was going to be top heavy with north north south Nor, east duplin i didn't realize southwest is going to be as good as they are regardless coach massey this is a pretty doggone good baseball conference isn't it sir
2: yeah i, I mean like i said i, I think um you know, like I mentioned in the preseason, I think it started with East Upland and and everybody else. And um, but you know, top to bottom, we're pretty competitive. Uh, Southwest is an extremely they're they're really hard nosed, and and they it doesn't matter what the score is, they're they're always in the game. Um, you know, and it, and it, down at their place, it's, that's a tough place to play at and a tough place to win, just with the atmosphere and how it feels like everything's right on top of you. And um, you know, like I said, I, I haven't seen James Keenan, uh but you know, Wallach Heel, I know their record doesn't show it, but they got a couple of arms and a couple of bats that can that can hurt some people and um and then you got a team like South and North who can you know when they get on base they're gonna steal and bunt and put pressure on you and, and they're they're tough as nails over there and you know, like I said, man, it's you know, when when we started this conference I I don't think people really thought about baseball at all as far as the depth um, that we had and, and that, and that I didn't either, I didn't know what it was going to be like, but, um, uh, I've been proven wrong and, you know, this is a, this is a really, really good baseball conference in Eastern North Carolina.
1: Coach Combs. I mean, uh, I know you have to agree with coach Massey. I mean, we've, we've talked for years about how tough this uh, conference is in football and it is, I mean, when you have, you know, the Duplin County teams and Kenston and the Lenore County teams all in one football conference. I'm not so sure. It's not as as powerful and as strong as in baseball as it is in
3: football, Coach Combs. Um. Well, and you know, I really think the mindset that these—I mean, these teams—the mindset they give a football. I mean, you know, like coach was talking about the Southwest. I mean, they're just physical kids. I mean, all the Duplin County schools are as well. Like, I mean, I'm sure Coach will agree with me. I mean, you take the field and they're just like, there's a lot of them that you can tell, you know, are, are football guys. I mean, you see a lot of 6'3", 220-pounders. I mean, they've got kids that are just physical. Um, they approach the game hard-nosed. I mean, they're all tough. I mean, I agree with them 100%. I mean, the conference – I mean, and I, and I think when we talked preseason, Brian, you know, we talked about East Duplin and, you know, you mentioned us, North and North. And, remember, I think I said, I said, well – so I'm telling you, Southwest has got – last did. They were young, and I knew they were bringing in some young talent, and Coach Jarman's doing a good job over there. I mean, they, them kids take the field excited to play. They, I mean, you know, we you know we just saw him last week, and he's right, it's a tough place to play over there. I mean, you got kids standing on – or you got fans standing up on the football bleachers looking down at you. I mean, it's just, <laughs> everything's right on top of you. It's a tough place to play. Let me ask you this,
1: Coach Combs. Uh, playing in a league like this – it does get you ready for the postseason, doesn't it? I mean when you you know that game in and game out that you're like tomorrow night you're playing north on north. Last week you played Southwest Onslow. You got East Duplin coming up. Uh, like I said, even Keenan and uh, Wallace Rose Hill, you know they're gonna be pretty tough games too. It does get you ready, uh, for a postseason, doesn't it, Coach Combs?
3: Yeah, yeah. It puts you I mean, it puts you in a situation where you gotta be prepared to play. And I think, you know, you see some you see some good arms, you see some things that are gonna prepare you and Every, every team does different things, but they prepare you in different ways as far as, you know, every, every baseball coach is different. Every team's different. They approach it differently. I mean, some guys are going to play you small ball. Some guys are going to rely on the defense. Some guys are just going to pitch it extremely well. Um, it gives you different brands of baseball and your kids see a variety. And when you get to the postseason, you're kind of prepared from all facets. Absolutely.
1: And Coach Massey, pretty much the same question there to you. I mean, the deep run that you guys made last year in uh, in the state playoffs in the North Carolina High School Athletic Association 2A playoffs, a lot of that could be attributed to the tough games that you played in the EC2A last year, couldn't it?
2: Yeah, I mean, it was the teams that we faced in the playoffs were very similar to, you know, what we, thought, what we saw for 22 games all year, um, you know, with our conference play and, and the non-conference games that we had, there really wasn't anything in the playoffs that we hasn't, hadn't really seen before, uh, really, until we got the white bull and saw the Lawson kids <clears throat> throwing really hard. Um, but, the, yeah, I mean, just like David said, it prepares you. You feel like you're in the first-round playoff game or, or you know uh, atmosphere like that every Tuesday and Friday, and, and that keeps the, the kids' mind sharp, and, and they're not really surprised for any team out of our league, when they get into the playoffs, there's really not a lot of surprises when you get there. Right. And I think that's a, the, you know, not only, yeah, there's good regular season baseball during our conference, but, you know, each year, even when we were in the old conference with, with uh, the Pitt County Schools and Green Central, somebody from our conference was going to make a deep run. And and that's, that's really what's happened since I've been here.
1: That is awesome. That voice you just heard right there is Coach Jackson Massey from North Lenore High School. We've got Coach David Combs from South Lenore. i got to pay a bill here real quick, coaches. uh, UNC Lenore Healthcare is the exclusive sponsor of the big interview every day here on the Brian Hanks Show. Nestled in the heart of Lenore County right here in Kinston. UNC Lenore Healthcare's mission is to ensure exceptional healthcare for the people it serves. With a medical staff of more than 100 physicians, UNC Lenore Healthcare offers a range of specialty services and technology you would only expect to find it in hospitals in larger cities. Visit UNC Lenore Healthcare at 100 Airport Road right here in Kenston for all your health care needs or call them at 252-522-7000. You can also email them at info at lenore.org or visit their comprehensive website at unclenore.org. And again, thank you to Beverly Jenkins and all the folks over at UNC Lenore Healthcare for being the exclusive sponsor of the big, big interview every day here on the Brian Hanks Show man we don't have one big interview we've got two big interviews we've got Jackson Massey from North Lenore we got David Combs from South Lenore and guys I have put it off long enough let's talk about tomorrow night's game and we'll start with you coach Massey Uh, a big game I mean and not just because it's two of the top teams in eastern North Carolina two of the top teams in the east central 2A but there's that little north-and-north-south-and-north north, north rivalry thing, Coach. I'd love, uh, Coach Massey, if you'll go first, would love for you to speak to it a little bit about that big rivalry.
2: Well, it's kind of weird. Uh, we usually don't play each other this early in the season. Um, so, it's got you know, we usually are each other's last conference game on the rotation or last game of the year in sports that we only play each other once in. So it's a little different feeling um you know it's it, it's always going to be a big game it's always going to be a close game and you know our guys just like I know Dave was telling his guys like we're, we're not going to try to make it bigger than what it already is like everybody knows this a rivalry everybody knows that it's on a Friday night where people are going to come out and check us out and you know our job is just to go out and, and play baseball and let, let all that other outside noise be just that and um you know whoever plays better and makes fewer mistakes is going to win and and you know it, that's just what it is and, and we hope it's our guys but uh we expect a hard-fought game and um you know it, it's it's always fun being a part of uh this this kind of rivalry
1: absolutely and coach
2: combs uh basically
1: the same question you uh, obviously we see it in basketball we see it in football I'm not so sure it's not bigger than any of it than it is in uh in baseball and just seeing the Blue Devils and the Hawks playing each other. How big is this rivalry to your guys? What does
3: it mean to you, coach? Um, well, I mean, Brian, we talk about it every year. I mean you know, it's one of the greatest things about being in Lenore County. Honestly, I mean I told Jackson when he was when he went over to North Lenore, I said, Bo, wait till we play. I mean, it's a different it's completely different than anything you've ever been in and that's including you know, I played for Southern Lane, and Jackson was at Acock, and that was a big rivalry, but I don't think that can touch this. I mean, what do you think there, Jackson? Uh, well, I remember telling him. I didn't believe him
2: at the time. <laughs> like, uh, I didn't know what I was really coming into as far as North and North, South and North. And I remember the very first year me and Combs played each other, uh, Ricky Crumpler was the home plate umpire. And we had some fans that were getting into it with each other and – uh Ricky called us over and said, y'all got to get control of this game. And it won't even our players. <laughs> and I looked at Ricky. I said, Ricky, I said, it's not us. I, I said, I love David. I said, I was in David Combs' wedding.
3: <laughs> and
2: I said, I got, got nothing to do with me and Combs. I said, I can't control what these guys are doing out here. Yeah, and David was 100% right. I mean, it it, it is a big deal. And, um, you know, it, it gives you bragging rights. Uh, but like I said, man, it, it's just, it's It's fun to be a part of it, and um you know our job is just to
3: try to make it just a baseball game as best as we can, yeah and Brian, I mean the thing that and the thing, yeah our kid- you know it's a it's a big rivalry, but there's such a mutual respect i mean, I can't remember one time over you know my eleven years or whatever here that <clears throat> that the game's ever got out of hand between the players i mean that's just a testament to a north county man like it is a big rivalry, but our kids are such good kids, and they just, they go out there, and they compete, and they all know have known each other since they were, you know, started baseball when they were six years old. I mean, they played against each other. They know exactly what the other teams going to have, what they're going to do, stuff like that. I mean, like I said, there's just such a mutual respect between the teams. I mean, they know what we have. We know what they have. I mean, half of our kids, honestly, probably hang out some. Um, You know, we take the field. It's a different atmosphere. They know, hey, we, we don't like green. They don't like blue. I mean, it is what it is. I mean, you know, like like we said before, you know, I, Matthew was in my wedding. Love him. But when we go, you know, tomorrow night at 7 o'clock, I mean, I'm not going to like him very much for about two and a half hours. Oh, man, I love it. That's, I love Robert. He, he's
2: going to like me. He he's just going to act like he does. I mean, I'm
3: going <laughs> to like that. There, there you go. You know, but I, I mean, it's just, it's, it's just a great thing, man. I love it for our community, and I love it for our programs, and I mean, it's one of the most enjoyable things we have every year
2: and in every sport. I, I absolutely love
1: it. Again, that voice you just heard, that's Coach Combs uh, we've, uh, from South Nor. We've got Coach Massey from North Lenore. This is something I came up with this morning. Now, listen, I've had both of you guys on in the last month when we did the the season preview for your team. So I've heard you, Coach Massey, talk about uh, your boys over at North Lenore. Coach Combs, I've heard you talk about your team and your boys over at South Nor. I thought this would be kind of a unique uh, situation. I would love Coach Combs first, and then we'll go to Coach Massey. Coach Combs, give us your scouting report on North Lenore on the North Lenora Hawks baseball team, sir. Hmm.
3: Well, um, obviously they returned a lot of guys from last year. Um, I mean, obviously we know they have the Campbell commit and Luke Cannon. We've seen him. You know, we saw him last year multiple times. We know. We know they have uh, Jenkins, Kearney, and heck, they got what Jackson twelve or thirteen other ones that can go over there. <laughs> just, kidding. <laughs> just kidding. But uh, you know, I mean we our scout report on them is they're gonna be a very well coached, you know, fundamental baseball team that is gonna swing the bats, they're gonna handle they're gonna handle the bat, they're gonna handle situations. Um they're gonna throw strikes, they're gonna go after you on the mound. We just have to have good at bat, and we've got to play our game and like Coach Massey said, the team that makes the least amount of mistakes is the team that's gonna come out victorious. There you go. So that's Coach
1: Combs' scouting report on North Lenore. Coach Jackson, it's your turn. Your scouting report on South Lenore baseball, sir.
2: Well, I think they take on the identity of their coaches, uh, which, is, which is really, like Coach Combs mentioned earlier, blue collar. And they, they're always, always a tough, tough, hardworking, grinding team. I think they're a team that doesn't punch out a whole lot. Um, I feel like if we, if we give them free passes, uh, that's going to go into what they want to do, which is put pressure on the defense and move around on the bases a little bit. Uh, and they got guys on the mound that's just going to compete their tails off. You usually when you face Alpha north it's usually not a walk fest, but they're going to make you earn it. Um, and, and they're a team. They're a team that really feeds off of momentum to where if you make mistakes, they're going to capitalize on it. So we just got to try our best to play clean baseball and keep the leadoff batter off base and. Um, if we do that I think we'll have a chance at the end. But uh it's gonna be a fun ball game, man. It's uh it's two two really talented, hard working teams. Uh, well, we're going to circle
1: back and get you guys' final thoughts on uh, the games here in just a couple of minutes. Uh, can I get you, but it's also ironic and unique that I have the North Lenore co-athletics director on, and I have the South Lenore athletics director on the phone right now, too. So I, do you mind if I pick you guys' brains on a couple of questions with those situations, y- y'all? Yeah, go ahead. Very good. Go ahead. i tell you what, we'll start with you, uh, Coach Massey. You guys announced a new football coach uh, this week, and I uh, just wanted to give you a chance uh, to just uh, tell me the decision process behind hiring uh, Larry Dale, a gentleman from uh, Washington County High School. We had him here on the show Tuesday. Thank you so much, Coach Massey, for uh, hooking us up with that. But just wanted to know the whole decision process. Why? Why did you guys decide to go with Larry Dale, sir?
2: Well, I think number one, um, he he's he's a kid's first kind of coach. I think he he showed us in his interviews and uh, just from talking to people that knew him that you know he cares about the players and and he really wants to stay for a while. He he wants to be here, and I think that's the biggest thing for our community and for our football cook for our football program is you know we've got some talent in the building and you know when you when you're going through a new coach every other year uh you know it doesn't matter what your team is or anything and those are kids are going to not have fun going out there and i think that he's going to i think he's committed to the process and understanding that you know we're not going to come out here and you know be 10 and 2 in his first year and he's got the he's got the work and the kids are going to have to work and um you know so that really stuck out to me as far as just his relationships with the kids uh, and he's got a good background. Uh, before he was at Washington County, he, he did some really good things at Granville Central. And, uh, you know, I know that I don't want to get too long with the story, but I know one year they were supposed to play, uh, North Duplin and that was the year that North Duplin made it to the state championship. And Coach Rhodes actually told me this story, but they got canceled because of a hurricane and duplin county was shut down and that was they were doing a lot of relief work and everything like that and uh, coach dale actually uh loaded up a bus and trucks with supplies and food and water uh and drove it down himself from granville county to north duplin and and helped uh provide that to the north duplin family and and uh, to the community so that just kind of speaks on what kind of person he is and Uh, and he knows his football at the same time, so we're excited to have him here. Sounds like a a really
1: quality human being, and that really played into it a lot, didn't it, Coach Massey?
2: Yeah, I mean, it's more than just X's and O's. You know, there there's a lot of people that interviewed that were qualified football-wise, and, and, you know, we just felt like this was the right fit for us, and uh, we're excited to be moving forward, and, and, you know, I'm in this corner rooting for him, and and so are a lot of other people in the building, so it's going to be a lot of fun
1: that is awesome uh and let's switch over to you real quick here coach combs and uh with your football coach will harrell who i gotta tell you has uh, with his homespun tales and his down-to-earth personality he's been a very good uh he's been a very good match there for the folks in south lenora hasn't
3: he oh yeah one of, i mean honestly one of the best <laughs> i think it's one of the best um guys to work with i've ever been around i mean he's I mean, we we get together a lot, even outside of school. He'll come to my house. He knows my daughters. I know he is. You know, and I mean, that, it's just it's a great relationship. The, the kids will absolutely love him, and you know, I think it's important as a as an AD or as you know, going through the hiring process. The biggest thing that struck me with Will was not only his personality, but Will's a very process-oriented guy. Like he's not, you know, the results are going to come, but he understands they come through a process. And, he pays attention to little things. What he's doing in the weight room for us is unreal. I mean, our kids are getting stronger. They love going in there. I mean, he is, he has done just some great things. And I mean, honestly, we, we hope he's around for years. We hope we can keep him because he's doing really, really good things
1: and i really think and i had called it last year uh coach combs with the south north football program i really thought they were going to take a step up and maybe it didn't show in wins and losses but it definitely showed with the product that was on the field and i'm telling you and i mean this in all sincerity i'm not just blowing sunshine up your butt or anybody's butt. i'm telling you i really think south north is going to make a move this year this upcoming 2023 football season your thoughts coach
3: um well they're definitely doing things in the weight room to do that um he's you know, we've got a really good group of athletes coming that are young from the middle school. Coach is already—I mean, he's already involved with them, talking to them, telling them how things are going to work. You know, he's—he sees them. Luckily, you know, with middle school track now, um, he gets to see them guys run, and we—he's excited about the future. Um, he's excited about the guys we have coming back. Um, they put in a lot of a lot of work. Um, he's, he's excited to start his, his spring stuff. He's excited for the summer. Um, we're building a staff around the best we can. I mean, he's, he's a guy that honestly, if you get in there with him, most guys want to stay around him. I mean, it's, it's the kids just, I mean, man, he'll come over from the weight room when they get done and last 10 minutes of class. And I mean, he's got a, you know, 10 to 12 guys around him every day that are just, (laughs) just want to talk to him. So, I mean, that, that means a lot. I mean, the kids, the kids are excited about him. They feel like he's invested. They feel like he's here. He wants to be here um he's just i mean he's just doing like I said, really good things for us and we're we're hoping we can keep it
1: absolutely that voice that's coach david combs south north high school we've also got coach jackson massey from north nor both of them not just head baseball coaches they're the athletics directors for uh, both their respective schools and coach massey want to get back to you here for a second, just. What an amazing basketball season. Uh, The girls have been so good for so many years in a row now, and then the boys really stepped up this year, Coach. Uh, Swept swept Kinston, and whoever thought we would hear that in the first time in history? Uh, Your North and North Hawks boys swept uh, Kinston's boys in the regular season. I just wanted you to speak to to that and just uh, the great seasons that uh, your uh, boys' and girls' basketball teams had, Coach. Yeah, it
2: was an exciting winter. Um, you know, I, I think people underestimate how hard it is to win, uh, in basketball at North and North, uh, not just because you have Kenton, but you got Green Central right down the road. You got Farmville Central that's not far away. With the non-conference games that we play, uh, you know, we always schedule Acock in basketball, and I think they've all, they've made deep runs in the playoffs the last couple of years. Southwest Edgecombe is usually pretty good. Um, to where, you know, when you look at North Lenore's record, um, you're never going to, it's never going to really be eye popping out at you, but they've usually had some success to where even if they've lost in the playoffs, it's usually been a really tight game going back to really since I've been here. And, uh, you know, so I give Coach Lawson a lot of credit. I give the players a ton of credit for getting some confidence. I, I think that's really all it took was, you know, against Kenton was to, win one time to give those guys a boost of confidence to believe that they could actually do it. And, uh, you know, when, when we played Kenton in the conference championship, I know that we lost, um, but right before the game, I was standing in the corner when they were announcing all the starting lineups, and we had a huge following at Kenton High School that night, right behind our bench. And and when they started announcing our names, all of our fans stood up and started clapping and I don't think I've ever seen Coach Boston smile that big. And, and that, was just, that was really exciting for him because he deserves that moment. And um, and Coach Woolley, you know, he, he picked right up. You know, a lot of people had questions after Ashani left, but he picked up, kept going like he's been doing, and, and made another good run. And uh, I'm really happy for both of our programs. Well, and I am too, and it was just,
1: and yeah, I know I'm the I'm the guy up there screaming the names out for that, but it just <laughs> it is, but listen, I mean, I love Copperhead. And, uh, and coach Woolley, I mean, over in North and North and then at South and North, of course, I think Paul to the best athlete that I've seen in my 21 years here. And he's your head basketball coach down in South and North. And, uh, then, uh, with coach Mooring leaving, uh, uh I guess this was his last year, coach Combs, or have you guys decided who's going to be his replacement yet, are you in the process of, uh, of hiring? Where do we stand with that right now? Coach?
3: Um, we're 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 looking into it. I mean we're we're starting the process. Um, we're just looking it's it's starting fresh now. Um, Coach Morin has done a great job over his years here and it's gonna be tough shoes to feel. But you know, I mean we've we're definitely looking. Um, we've we've got girls that are extremely in, invested, which I think is a testament of Coach Morin's program and he's been extremely successful. He's a hard working dude. I mean we're gonna miss him tremendously. I mean he's one of the most organized guys i mean as an ad jackson would say you know when you get them coaches that i mean they just you know they dot all their i's and cross all their t's i mean that makes things easier on you and coach moore was definitely one of those guys i mean he's always prepared he's he runs a great practice i mean his planning is unreal but um it's going to be tough shoes to feel we're in the process now um we're hoping to get something done you know sooner than later just so that the girls know what's going on and you know, we can move forward, and we're we're excited for the future, but we, you know, we're going to miss Coach Moore in a lot. Oh,
2: absolutely. was hey,
3: there,
2: there, there was a time where Todd Morgan coached the East Quarterette Girls and Boys program. <laughs> so don't tell, tell Paul to not rule that out. I know he's got a lot on his plate. I
3: love that. You know, and Brian, look, yesterday was Paul's birthday. He's 36 years old right now. I mean, I just took a picture of his bald spot that he's giving us off. But, uh you know, I mean, uh, you're right. Paul was one of the best athletes. He reminds me at least one time a week. Um, but, uh, you know, and you're right. I mean, hey, maybe I, I don't know if Paul would go to that route, but, um, you know. I mean, he's definitely a hard-working dude, so we'll see. (laughs) He definitely is.
1: One last AD question uh, for both of you, and I wanted to get into softball, and I tell you what, maybe you guys can uh, give me a quick with uh, Coach Harvey down at South Lenore and uh, Coach Hatcher over at North Lenore, but have we decided when the South Lenore-North-North softball game is going to be played? I know it was going to be yesterday, but with some, uh, I guess, some water issues or whatever, have we decided when that's going to be played yet, guys? And either one of you can jump in on that one. I think
2: we're... from easter we haven't nailed down a date uh but it'll be that week we come back because okay. uh, we're both kind of filled in with the schedule up until then uh, but i think it'll be the week we come back from easter break well very yeah. good i tell you what well, let's right. take off your ad
1: hats and let's put the baseball hats back on here and i saved the best for last year and i tell you what we'll go with you first coach massey i think we started coach combs earlier Keys to the victory. What do you guys have to do well tomorrow night to come out with that big East Central two a rivalry win against your rivals from Blue uh, from uh, Deep Run, Coach? Uh, we got
2: to limit the free passes. Um, you know, lead off walks are going to hurt us. Two out walks are going to hurt us. Um, as far as hitting, I think if we stay out of the air, you know, we, our, our tendency is whenever we struggle, we get kind of big, and it results in a lot of pop flies. Um, so if we make them make plays on us, uh, you know I, I like our chances. I, I think that you know we we if we take care of the baseball and do those simple things simple, I think you know we got a chance at the end. Um, but and like I said, just this, this is we got to have the mindset that this is a tough
3: conference game.
2: We can't make it like it's the seventh game of the World Series. You know it, it's it's a big rivalry, but for seven innings, we got to make it what it is, and it's a baseball game.
1: Same question to you, Coach Combs. Keys to the victory for a Blue Devils win in Wheat Swamp tomorrow
3: night. Um, I think first and foremost, you know, what I've been telling my guys, baseball's got to be played kind of with an even keel. Um, Like Massey said, I don't want to blame like this is the seventh game of the World Series. Um, We're just trying to get them to emotionally, you know, mistakes are going to happen. Baseball's a game of failure. So when something happens, how we respond's going to be big. Um, You know, for us, it's going to be, we've got to have good at-bats. Um, I mean, we've got to situationally hit. Like We are we feel like we're going to get runners on, and, you know, Massey's correct, we do move runners and stuff depending on situations, but um, our guys are athletic, they can run, and, I mean, we get on. It's a scary thing for some teams, and we get on just because of the fact that, you know, we coached the mess out of situationally hitting. We didn't get it done last week with Southwest. We had plenty of opportunities to score. Um, We just got to get those runners in. And I think if we can keep an even, even mind, you know, like understand that if we, if we do strike out, which I hope we don't, but if we do that, you know, we've got to turn the page and go play defense and come back in and get them next time and just keeping a positive mindset. My guys love each other, man. They play together. They, I mean, they feed off of each other. And he's right. You know, both teams I feel like are momentum teams. So you got to try to get the momentum right when it's there. And if, you know, they start catching the momentum, you got to shut it down. I mean, um, you know, we've got to throw strikes. strike. We've got to, you know, pitch. We, we, we've got to situationally pitch. We've got to locate pitches and counts because, you know, we know they're they're solid top to bottom. So, you know, we've got to execute pitches if we do that. I mean, I think we'll be right there in the end, and, you know, I think it's anybody's game. Well, very good. Well, listen,
1: I cannot tell – I love doing this. i have just – have sitting here smiling the whole time, listening to both of you guys, listen – Coach Massey, Coach Combs, thank you so much for joining me this morning here on the show. Can't wait to see the game tomorrow night again. I I can't tell you how much I appreciate you guys taking 35 minutes out of your uh, busy schedule here on a Thursday morning to join me. Thank you guys so much. All
3: right. I appreciate it. See you, fellas. Yep, see you. Thank you, Brian.
1: Thank you. That is Coach uh, Jackson Massey, Coach David Combs from North and North and South and North respectively. Man, how much fun is that uh, to have them here on our Spence Automotive guest line. Hey, let's play the birthday game. Uh, We'll come back and wrap up this Thursday edition of the Brian Hanks Show right after that. It's Thursday, March the 30th in the year of our Lord 2023. It's that time of the day, John Dawson, by God. Time of the day, Jonathan Massey, by God, we play the birthday game. The game that you've already wrapped up for this month, John Dawson. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot all about that, actually. Dude, how is that possible? You won yesterday, and Clint, was it... Did you clinch yesterday? No, you clinched I'm Tuesday. I'm clinched most sorry. of the time, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's pretty good. That's pretty uh, good. You know, in honor of all that, dude, I decided we're going to have four music musicians today that... Uh, and I... I uh, You may like one of them (laughs) It's a a celebration It's a punished John Uh oh was he pulling out of his pocket I didn't want to have to do this Oh Oh. dear lord No not water
0: gun No dude i've got electronic equipment all over i've got
1: good aim pal oh dear god he brought a water gun jonathan massey
0: actually he found it under your carport <laughs> did you really? i've been meaning to bring one.
1: Oh, no. dude no 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 don't squirt that and did you dump it out and put new water in it it was empty oh so you put water in it? yes okay the last time we did it it left like black stains on because it was the one out in the carport well, you right? better behave then shouldn't you shoot it at him. try it on his shirt first okay this is a quality first time, Nike. time I have to hear
4: some rap song for more than 20 seconds I'm <laughs> unloading on you which is kind of an homage if you think about it
1: <laughs> it sort of is yeah, yeah I like it oh, yeah. oh, I'm not real happy man I'm d- 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 staring down the barrel of a gun. Son of a gun, son of a gun. We're going to put it right here for right now. Okay. Uh, John Dawson, you won yesterday. You lead 13 days to a minute. You know what? You did. No, you clinched on Tuesday. Sorry, I'm getting all confused here. Uh, I'd rather you hold the hockey stick. I know you would.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Why don't you tell us about GoEco Office Automation, John Dawson? Well, GoEco Office Automation, uh, Jacques Paslec runs GoEco, and he doesn't have to resort to threatening his employees with weapons. Because Jacques is the leader in office automation, and you want to follow a leader. And uh, I have nothing else to say because we don't prepare these reads, but Jacques sponsors this. So go spend some money with him. Back to you, Brian.
1: I like it. Spend lots of money with Jacques Paslec, one of the good guys out there. Uh, Jonathan Massey, uh, for some reason, he gave you his cell phone number. What was that reason?
0: It's because nine times out of ten, I can remember
1: it. Ah, can you remember right now? <laughs> 252. 252. 286. 286.
0: 286 53 54 There you go. I like it. Uh, and uh, doesn't he have a website or two? Yeah. Uh, goeconc.com or what is goeconc.com?
1: I like it. Are we ready to play, ladies? Massey ask you a question. <laughs>
0: I'm sitting on G waiting on O, <laughs> <laughs> Uh
1: He was born Stanley Kirk Burrell but we know him better as MC hammer my, 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 my me, so you know what I will take the shot for this because I love this
4: you're expending energy on something the audience can't see Brian
0: Brian is I'm having doing a- it for you
1: and for Jonathan all right you really don't have that down you got- there you go MC hammer fan can't touch eyes. <laughs> Uh, I asked John Dawson, now Jonathan's turn. Fan?
0: Not really. He did my taxes one year, and it didn't do, didn't do very well. Uh, he got arrested for tax stuff. So. Oh.
1: okay. I don't remember that. Okay. I liked MC Hammer. I really did. I thought, you know, I mean, he, you know, it is what it was. But, I mean, I thought was, he entertained me.
4: As far as people who take Rick James bass lines and talk over them, he's probably the best. There you go.
1: Wait a minute. Chorus. Can't touch this.
4: Brian.
1: Can't touch this. I got a full clip over here. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. uh, MC Hammer there, John Dawson. How old is he today? You know what? Uh, 58. Can't touch this. 58. 58. 58. John, Jonathan Massey. 57. He was born March 30th. Wait a minute. Oh, 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 oh. Brian. (laughs) Tell him what I was doing. Too much. (laughs) <laughs> I was dancing. Wait a minute! Wait a minute! You know what? Stop hammer time. Uh, what y'all say again? You said fifty-eight. You said fifty-seven. 57. He was born March thirtieth, nineteen sixty-two. So congratulations, John Dawson. You get it. He is sixty-one today. Mm-hmm. Aren't you impressed? I I'll pot it down, pal. Well, wait a minute. I'm, I'm pulling up. I've the next got hour. the gun. Pot it down. Can't touch this. See, you love me too much. You wouldn't. You wouldn't shoot me. I trust you. Tracy Chapman there you go Tracy Chapman who was uh, pretty big there for about 10 minutes in the 30 seconds yeah, the, yeah for... she had this in <clears> a <throat> cover of give me one reason,
4: reason. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And, uh, yeah there you go what is funny is hold on
4: did you like this song though it's to to it's anywhere. fun I can't believe they put it out with the needle getting stuck at the end of every Maybe verse, together, though. Be someone be, someone. be someone. Be someone. Okay, we're going to talk long know. enough because I want to hear that. There's yeah,
1: something. I like that. You're right. You're right. Uh, well, I just
4: did it, so she's going to say the same thing.
1: Wait, is it right here? No, no, it's not right there. Okay, I'm going to tra- go take a nap. <laughs> Let me know when this song is uh-uh. over. It makes me want to take a nap. I got a plan to get Starbucks rock there you go uh, Tracy Chapman which is really funny because I went to high school I went to I mean kindergarten all the way through 12th grade with a girl named Tracy Chapman mm-hmm. awesome she was so cool she was she was really freaking cool mm-hmm. and uh, I just but this Tracy Chapman came out after the other Tracy Chapman so okay uh wait a minute. I think it starts rocking right here right hold on yeah here it is your speeds fast like I was Calm down. The <laughs> <that I> <laughs> you know this song, Jonathan? <laughs> You've never heard it. I, I don't blame you. Be, be, be someone. someone. Be someone. someone. There you go, John. That's what you were talking about. Okay, uh, Jonathan Massey. This is like this James is- Taylor for the new millennium. There you go. This is Tracy Chapman. How old? Not the Tracy Chapman that I went to high school with. But Tracy <laughs> dude, you're really enjoying this pointing a gun at me. Huh? I'm, I'm trying to help you.
0: He thinks about it all the time.
1: <laughs> I'm sure he does. He dances around
0: his river lo- living room like Buffalo Bob, uh-huh. just with a gun. God. Anybody ever seen Joe Dirt?
1: Yes, I have. <laughs> I have, yeah. Love Joe okay. Dirt. Yeah. Jamie
0: Presley's in it. Yeah. She's his sister. Yeah.
1: Yep.
4: They used a camera to shoot the movie. There was film in the camera. He's catering. making fun of us. There's catering. What they eat about. between takes. See, Why anyway. would he
0: make fun of us? He loves us. I the think boom he... operator holds the mic. Same reason Rick was made fun of his friends, I guess. Oh, okay. Except he's... Wait a minute, be someone, be someone. Uh, Except
1: one 40. of them's talented. Oh, okay. Just did that. Um, Tracy Chapman. 49. 49. You say 49. John Dawson, tell him how old Tracy Chapman is. 50. You could have kept going. She was born March 30th, 1964. So she is 59 today. Mm. Yeah. Oh, you're going to love this next one. <laughs> and when I say you're going to love it, I mean you're going to hate it. It's not rap. Gosh. I, oh, here we go. <laughs> is it
4: Kataro? Who is this? Yanni, Inya. No, no, no. Sam Fear. No, no. You'll, when the
1: singing begins, you'll get it. this kate bush no
0: jonathan no idea this is what we
1: should have done the uh uh, who sang it you really don't know this this song was number one this song was like number one for hold on here you go here you're gonna know now Celine Dion? Yes! Oh, the Titanic song? The Titanic song, indeed. It's, uh, My Heart Will Go On. Did you never see
4: Titanic? Speaking of hearts, I got a, st- I got a story I got to interject Go ahead, here. please. I was at a birthday party recently, and my uncle, he grew up in, uh... A house? Craven County. <clears throat> I guess they were having a turtle stew. Someone had caught a turtle, and they were getting ready to have a turtle stew. And they were preparing the turtle and they took the heart out. Now, when you take the heart out of a turtle, it'll beat for like another couple of days, apparently. And he's like eight years old at the time, and his uncle said, you know, if you swallow that, you'll be brave forever. So he threw it back and swallowed it, and he said that thing beat in his stomach for two days. Oh, my
1: God. That's not a good story. That's a freaky story, man. That's like an Edgar Allan Poe kind of story. I'd be a little worried about salmonella. Yeah, or something. So did he live through it? Well, it happened when he
4: was eight, and he's 70, 71 now. Is this Wiley? No, this is my Uncle
1: Randy. Oh, okay. Is he a Dawson, too? No, he's a West. Oh, okay. Celine Dion, fan? Not a fan?
4: Neutral? only thing she ever did i like musically she went on letterman one night and instead of doing one of her sappy songs like this she did river deep mountain high with schaefer and the band and
1: just tore it up well evidently she's very talented she's got an amazing voice yeah uh celine dion over there uh john dawson how old is she today how about this mc hammer tracy chapman celine dion and wait till you hear the next one can it get worse Ooh boy i think so for you yeah
4: I'll say Celine Dion is
1: 60 62. You say 62. What are you Wait, wait, no, hold on, hold on. Here's, hold on. We've already heard this. Oh, you haven't heard this part.
4: Brian is shaking his hand skyward and looking
1: for like a package to fall out of a plane, maybe. (laughs) This song was like number one for 12 weeks in a row. Can't hear you. This song was like number one for 12 weeks in a row.
4: Well, there's no accounting for taste.
1: There, is that's it? true. Okay, you said how old? I don't remember now. You said sixty-two.
0: Sixty-two. I 62.
1: Okay, and what are you going to say, Jonathan Massey? Sixty-one. She was born March thirtieth, nineteen sixty-eight. So she's only fifty-five. How about that? Oh, congratulations! What do you think, dude? When we go to Vegas, she still got a residency there. You want to go see Celine Dion in Vegas?
0: I'd rather eat out of the garbage. <laughs> <laughs> Dang.
1: What a fun show. This has been fun. Has this
0: been the fun? The musician
4: this? we've really had so far might have been Tracy Chapman. Oh, jeez. Eric Clapton. And the song? A cover of J.J. Cale's song, Cocaine. Off the album? Slow Hand, maybe? Ding, ding, ding. Look at you. you wanna hang out, got to
3: take her out.
1: Cocaine. I just love that, you know, all these people get on rappers for, you know, singing about, you know, chasing women and, you know, all that kind of stuff.
4: But This is an anti-drug song. It's not a pro-drug song. She don't mind. She don't lie. It means she's going to get you. Oh, I thought it meant she don't mind. If she do don't cocaine. lie. She don't lie. Are you sure? If I look up the lyrics, is it going to say she don't lie? I know it's an anti-drug song. I don't care about Eric Clapton enough to actually pay attention to it. <laughs> Why don't you like Harry Clapton? I just, he had, I don't get the big deal. I mean, this is a cover of someone else's song. It's okay.
1: How about the, uh, the, how about this song?
4: I like the stuff he did with Cream. This is, uh, the big riff there. That's Dwayne Allman from the Allman Brothers. They brought him in to save the album because everybody was too coked out. And Were they doing... Cocaine. And Tom Dabb was the Allman Brothers producer, and he was producing this album. He said, well, we're going to bring in Dwayne Allman to save the record, and he did. Well, there you go. I like this song.
1: It's a good song. Thanks to Dwayne Allman. It reminds me of uh, what was the gangster movie? Uh, they used it
4: in Goodfellas.
1: Goodfellas. Oh, it was in a very pivotal scene in Goodfellas, too.
4: And if you know the backstory, because, you know, that's the scene where everybody's getting clipped. The guy who co-wrote the lyrics with him on this drummer, Jim Gordon, went crazy and killed his mom.
1: Wait, what? Yeah. Yikes. Okay, I did not know that. Okay. You got me on my knees, Layla. run right, Brian, he, they've already done it. Jonathan Massey, you trail two to one. How old today is Eric Clapton? Seventy-two. He says 72. What do you say, John Dawson? Seventy-six. Could have kept going. Born March 30th, 1945. He's 78 today, John Dawson. Well, there you go. Uh, you've clinched the day. T- man, March has been your month, dude. You've clinched the day. You're up 14 to 8 so can I far. I tell you. Dude, you're a winner, baby. That's all I can tell you, okay? Ooh. So, uh, last one. That was our last musician. Dawg. Oh. Ah, anyway, get your calculators out. Oh, man. I was told there would be no math. There will be math today. He is uh, an artist that uh, lived in poverty and basically in squalor until he died. And then when he died, all his artwork uh, became worth millions. Van Gogh? Vincent Van Gogh. He died in 1890. He took his own life.
4: 1890, you say? Yeah. We went to that Van Gogh exhibit uh, last year. Did you? How was it? We went to the one in i put to you this way. I'm glad we went to the Raleigh one instead of Charlotte. It was good. It was not worth going to Charlotte for. Okay. I'll, I'll say that. I can appreciate
1: that. Vincent Van Gogh, John Dawson. He, like I said, he passed in 1890, so that was uh, 133 years ago. So how old would uh, old Van Gogh be if he were still alive today? I like it when you show it to me on your calculator so. You say 195. What do you say, Jonathan Massey? 186. Uh, how about this? He was uh, born March 30th, 1853. So he'd only be 170. He was only 37 when he took his own life. So he did all these works of art when uh I have one, I have a little print of two of his in my
4: office starry night and cafe terrace well there you go
1: and he didn't get one penny his estate got it but he didn't get one penny well that's usually what happens to artists yeah that's like what's is. happening with the streaming now yeah. that's, and that's it's terrible that's terrible okay uh local birthday a green so probably the best girls basketball player to ever come out of green central
0: Brianna Stanton.
1: today is her bir- look at that i love it today is her birthday I mean, I graduated
0: uh, with her. So that's a yeah. pretty easy one to call. But yeah.
1: still, she's the best girls basketball player to ever come out of uh, Green Central. Would you not agree? Oh yeah. Tell people how amazing. And I've, I've we've been messaging. I need to get her here. Get her here on the show. Uh, she's just awesome. I loved covering her, man. She was so humble, and uh, it was amazing. She's one of those girls, and I say this as a compliment. I, you know, I've already said stuff on today's uh, episode of the birthday game where I'm going to probably get. Uh, I'm telling you, she was uh, the best player I've ever seen from uh, Green Central High School. Brianna, I'm, ta- I'm, uh, I'm tagging you on this. we got to get you on the show. So, uh, listen, thank you so much. What a fun show. Shane Albee in the first hour. Yes, I'm still buzzing from his appearance. He was awesome. And then Jackson Massey from North and North. David Combs from South and North. They will be playing each other tomorrow night at, in Wheat Swamp. So, listen, thank you so much for listening to today's show. Tomorrow, we will be live from the Spring Fling at Chris Hatcher Estate. So, uh, hey, come up and join us. Uh, If you come up and join us, I will put you on the air tomorrow. We will have a lot of fun. Listen, have a great Thursday. It looks like it's going to be beautiful today. Have a great Thursday. We'll see you tomorrow on the Brian Hanks Show presented by Lenore Community
2: College.